0: Welcome to Talk Ag to Me, podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. I'm your host, Brendan Black, and today with me, I have my co-host, Abigail Prinz.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Abby Prinz, and today's episode, we're just going to be hanging out and talking to you guys about State FFA Conference, and this year it was very new. We got to move from Fresno, which has been there for years and years on end, yeah. and so now it's in Anaheim, and so that was definitely a really... Big eye opener and a great experience to yeah, go it was very, attend. It's very
0: unique experience because we're used to, you know, um, yeah, we're in the middle of the city in Fresno, but Fresno is still an agricultural area, whereas Anaheim. It's like Hollywood Strictly over there, city, you know, yeah. you walk in there and people look at your blue jacket and they're like, you know, they're, they're so confused as to what, you know, what future They're baffled that is. all
1: these kids are matching.
0: Right, <laughs> so it was really kind of a new experience for all the kids there, including the teachers. A lot of the teachers were, um, not to say lost, but they are still trying to figure out the map as, as much as we were. No, which,
1: they, they were still kind of lost. <laughs> eh, a little bit.
0: Um, I think, uh, I think that was both. You know, a scary and exciting experience, just because it kind of gave us, you know, a new look at state convention, a convention that we've been going for uh, for three years now, four years now, and um, it was, We're getting
1: old. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> remind me. I just
0: turned 18 five days ago. I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, um, So anyway, yeah. So as Abby said, um, this this new conference it was kind of just like a very uh, like an, uh, an eye opening experience, and um, besides just seeing the new area. Abby and I had the unique opportunity of being state delegates, uh, which both of us have been state delegates once before, but um, in this new area and and with these new experiences, it was just, it was really uh, kind of a cool thing for us to to get to try together.
1: Yeah, so the very first day that we got to state conference, as delegates there's two delegates from every ffa chapter in california that get to attend and as delegates we each got to go into separate committees Mm -hmm. and we got to talk about our committee how we want to improve the california ffa association i was on the delegate structure so we were trying to manipulate the delegate structure to see if we could make it any better than it already is and we did find a few suggestions that were going to be very helpful helpful for those members in the future becoming delegates. And, Brendan, you were on the Ag Literacy Committee, right? I
0: was on the Ag Literacy Committee. How fitting is that? And um, <laughs> it was actually kind of funny. During one of our, um, I guess you can call it conferences, <laughs> during one of the meetings that we were um, voting on and that we were discussing and, our, and having a debate on, um, I actually brought up the fact that we have this podcast here that's used to promote ag literacy because um, the the main topic we were supposed to be discussing was how can chapters integrate uh, more ag literacy-based activities into their um into their chapter and, and getting more members involved in that kind of thing. And I said, well, one of the examples that we use here, which, well, it may not be a chapter activity. It's something that I kind of started with, with you know, with you two, with you and Evan. Um,
1: but we incorporate chapter we, members, which is really the overall goal.
0: Right. And uh, when I mentioned the the fact that I started a podcast, they kind of all looked at me. And they're like, really? you?" You have your own podcast. So you're I was like you're a high school,
1: or yeah. you have a podcast. Yeah,
0: so it's it was kind of a cool experience to get to do that and just to kind of talk about the, uh, talk to the kids about what we do here and what it's about and why it's important. Um, so after we got after we got kind of got through these committees, um, we got to do a few other things as as delegates. We got to go to our uh, regional meeting and we got to talk to the the, the various members of our San Joaquin region about. Um, the different committees, what we what conclusions we came to, what kind of agreements that we decided on, which is really cool for you know for FFA nerds like us, we get to <laughs> we get to make decisions that change the constitution of of the. California FFA Association, which I think is a pretty exciting thing to do.
1: Yeah, that was definitely really different. And I was a sophomore the first time I was a delegate. Brendan, you were a junior. Now we both got to do it together as seniors. And through this regional meeting, we also got to hear from everyone else's committee reports. So, like I was in the delegate structure, you had ag literacy, there was also...
0: There's a lot of different ones. Um,
1: different, like especially award interviews. Those were really interesting so to hear about.
0: There was um, last year when I was a delegate. One of the things that we voted on was allowing seventh and eighth grade members to join FFA as part of the Discovery FFA program.
1: That was a huge deal, and that it still is a really big it's, deal. Today. It's been debated
0: over for I don't know how many years. It finally got passed last year. I was, uh, I was for. I was for the idea of of having FFA uh, members of of all ages, and just because I like to promote the idea of agricultural literacy, as you guys. No, and I'm I'm all for the idea of getting new involvement in, in the FAA organization. So these committees, uh, they were on the seventh and eighth grade uh, member involvement, kind of just uh, set the set the guidelines or the boundaries for what these students can participate in as far as CDEs and LDS judging teams, uh, committees, um, what they have the ability to see and and compete in. And there's really not a lot, but that's you know that's really just because we want them to get the experience before they have to get into the actual the work involved in it.
1: Well, and just a little bit of terminology for you guys, a CDE is a career development event. So we participate on judging teams. Um, Just one experience that I've had over the past couple years is judging dairy cattle. And so that develops my career as a dairy geneticist, as I get to look at dairy cattle. And then later on, when I go into the genetic field, I can see how I want to manipulate the cattle genes. And so these different judging teams that we participate in, really prepare us like career readiness so that's really been helpful LDE's are basically the same thing
0: they're leadership development events though
1: leadership development events and so you learn about public speaking skills team building skills such as parliamentary procedure and how um, laws and bills and that kind of stuff get passed within the chapter segment so right. very basic materials and basically just um, yeah just basic,
0: yeah, so just basic. Skills that, uh, that we—I don't, I don't know what you're trying to look for—but um, while she tries to think of that, um, basically, yeah, these these committees each allow um, or Dang it. they <laughs> they debated <No> <laughs> they debated over uh, whether or not the seventh and eighth graders should be allowed to compete on these teams, and their reasons I'm sure were very in depth and detailed, and I was I didn't participate in this conversation just because I was not on that committee, but those are the different types of things that we saw during our delegate experience, um, so after we got out of our first day of, of delegating we got to go to our first session which was really exciting
1: and it was really exciting because when we first sat down in the arena the state officers came out and they presented the first few different acts of state talent so different members across the state that express whatever their talent is whether it be singing dancing
0: um, there was a roper or a, uh,
1: acrobatics gymnastics anything you can think of as being a talent it was out there on the oh, stage. Oh, man, it was awesome. And so just seeing that experience of the state officers introducing all these different acts and watching these people that are also FFA members and interested and passionate about the agriculture industry coming out and expressing those types of talents was really different.
0: It was really cool. Um, Yeah, so that was kind of our first session. We, got, we kind of got introduced to the new area and the new – and we even got to see the newly elected national officers, one of which being Bree Holberg, our old state –
1: secretary secretary
0: which was really cool because we actually got to see her elected firsthand back in national commission that was really exciting and a really cool experience because she's the first african-american woman to be a national FA president
1: yeah that was definitely huge especially for this time now being Absolutely. that kind of being in that type of representation that high of an authority so that was really cool to watch her speak and give her little speech and spiel about like <laughs> you can do whatever you put your mind to. And I think that really applies to this podcast, too, because we've really put our mind and, like, hard work into this to be able to promote ag literacy to you guys and just saying that I can do this. And if you say that more in your daily lives, that really will push you guys to higher limits and no boundaries. Like, nothing can stop you, and you're very unlimited in whatever – Dream or goal you want to pursue?
0: Absolutely, yeah. So we got to see, you know, all kinds of different acts and talents. We have to listen to a lot of keynote speakers. One of which uh, I kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit. Um, I guess I'll do it now. Uh, his <laughs> name was Brett Cole. He's a documentary producer, screenwriter, whatever you want to call him. And um, he gave this speech. I don't remember if it was during the second or the third session. You for weren't you weren't there for it, it
1: was the second session because I had a proficiency interview, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But First on Brett Cole.
0: Okay, so Brett Cole was this guy, and he, um, he produced documentaries about um, cancer patients, like children suffering, and, and it wasn't just cancer, it was other types of illnesses too, but children suffering um, fatal or very dangerous, uh, harmful illnesses, and how they get through this type of, of hard time in their life, and they do it by thinking about superheroes like Batman. And um, he explained that kids often love Batman because he doesn't have superpowers, that he still goes through all these horrible things in his life. I mean, he lost his parents, and he had to go through his entire childhood just being raised by his butler, and it was just a really hard life, and he pulled through, and he did all these amazing things, so they think they can do the same thing, and um, during this uh, speech that he gave, he he was our keynote speaker, um, he said a few things that really kind of resonated with me about leadership and what it means to be a leader, and um, one of the things that he said was, he, he redefined leadership. He said that um, he used to think that leadership was you know, paving the path for a new um, – or p- paving the path for, for people to follow or to um, – uh just like you know, being the person that everyone looks up to and being the person that's in charge all the time and being the person that uh, is always telling people what to do or you know, the person that has to lead a room or a team, and that's not always the case. And he said that um, leadership – according to his definition of leadership, leadership is inviting others to do something extraordinary together. And I thought that was pretty impactful because the way he describes leadership is it's more than just telling others what to do. It's seeing something that needs to change and asking others to help you change it. And he explained this in a few different examples. And, and the way he explained this, it reminded me a lot of the reason that I wanted to start this podcast because I saw – a need for change. We need more ag literacy in the world. We need more people to understand where their food comes from and why we're doing what we're doing. We need more people understanding what the FFA organization is mm-hmm. and public speaking and all the different things that we hold dear to our hearts. And he was talking about how people who are truly leaders do whatever they need to do, get whatever help they need to get in order to make this change possible for the better of of everyone. And um, it was kind of just—it was really cool to listen to him say that that kind of thing. And he was talking about. You know, there was kids that um, in his uh, documentaries that um, he was talking to because he started like all these different foundations and all these different projects to help these kids out. Um, and he used his documentaries to um, to help you know raise awareness for for the things he was doing. I thought that was pretty pretty admirable and pretty cool. What he was. Uh, What he's trying to do.
1: Well, yeah, and that's a very empowering definition of leadership. I mean, I view, especially like our chapter president, Lindsay, she definitely reaches out to all of us and makes sure that everybody's on the same page. We've really developed in our team building our leadership skills in that aspect of being able to come together and cooperate on a project and a task. And I really think that leadership should be redefined into that way because a leader can't do everything by themselves. Right. A leader has to be able to cooperate with other people in order to successfully complete a task and i think that's extremely important
0: absolutely like a leader is not someone that can like you said can't do anything by themselves they're not a superhero but they are in a way because they accept that they can't do everything by themselves and they look for help in the people that they see the most passion and the most potential in and they ask them to help them with this project and i think that like i said i think that's something that kind of resonated with me just because it's what we're kind of doing here we're paving a path for the future generations and and kind of just, you know, we've, we've said it a billion times, but our goal here is to promote agricultural literacy. And we think that anybody who wants to do that in any way possible, as long as it's positive, they should do it. If, if someone else wants to take over for this podcast once I get older and I can't do it anymore, or if somebody else wants to make their own podcast, or if they want to do other, other kinds of projects besides podcasts, or, you know, maybe it's not social media at all, maybe it's some kind of, you know, activity in the community, as long as it promotes agricultural literacy and it's following the same goal and the same, you know, they, they have the same goal in mind that, that we had when we started this. That's all I could ever ask for.
1: I agree, and I think that's really important, especially moving on further into, like, state conference, when our goal at that conference was to develop leadership skills and as delegates was to benefit and change California FFA for the better. And I right. think voting for the new state officers and voting on the three amendments that were proposed, I think that was really important for us to – take on that leadership position but we needed everyone at all the other delegates as well as those in the chapters to help us decide what was the best decision in order for everyone to be a leader in developing the association further
0: absolutely all right so moving away from the old you know the serious stuff um no it I was like our the fun
1: <laughs> stuff let's go back to the fun, the fun stuff. stuff
0: all right so um Another kind of unique aspect of, of this state convention that was something that we never really got to experience before is, um, because this convention was in Anaheim, we got to go to Disneyland for a day.
1: That was so <laughs> much fun. Oh I my loved goodness. I that trip. We that only went to awesome. California
0: Adventure, and a lot of it was closed because they're restructuring a lot of it right now, unfortunately. But we did get to see a lot of cool stuff. We took pictures of a bunch of characters. I arm-wrestled with Donald Duck.
1: Yeah, that was <laughs> that was kind of different.
0: <laughs> well, he challenged my dominance, so I had to arm-wrestle him. Well, it was... Yeah. But never let Donald Duck lose, or else he will cry about it forever. Just let me you know.
1: Fortunately, yes. That was very dramatic <laughs> after he lost.
0: He had to sit there and work out and make me watch him work out, and then we fought again, and I had to let him win. <sighs> anyway, so... <laughs> We, we rode a bunch of rides. We rode the Monsters Inc. ride, and we rode, you know, a few other pretty fun rides. Um, we got to take pictures with Captain America, and we got to go eat at this fancy Italian place, and it was, it was really a fun experience, and we got to see Paint the Night, which was...
1: That was so <laughs> awesome. Honestly, that was probably, like, the best part out of all of California Adventure, besides taking pictures with the characters. They had this massive parade, and it was at night. Everything was lit up with neon colors and stuff, like Tinkerbell uh, Lightning McQueen, Mac from Cars, all the most of the Disney princesses were out there. Yeah, Minnie, Mi- Minnie, Mickey, Woody, and Buzz, Slinky. Uh- Everything. They had everything everything. It was, was so there. cool. And I swear Disney honestly probably broke science because they had this like <laughs> inverted helix kind of thing. Yeah,
0: it was like this twisting. Like a triple helix. What... It was, it was crazy. the craziest
1: thing ever. So I will post a picture on that later because <laughs> that thing was awesome and you guys have to see it.
0: Yeah, no, it was really an unbelievable experience. And my phone died while we were doing it, so Abby <laughs> has all the pictures and videos. I took a whole bunch
1: of pictures and videos. And so. she was so
0: excited, which I was excited too. It was so cool. But the second they started coming out, Abby just like turned honestly into an like again
1: eight-year-old me (laughs) came out and I was so happy like that was
0: was, it was really fun
1: I smiled the entire way like Walking back to where we were supposed to meet up with our advisors and back to the hotel, I was yeah, just smiling. No, I it couldn't was,
0: stop. It was an awesome experience, and we also went over. And we rode, you know, Heimlich the Caterpillar ride in Bugs Life, and we just we relived our our, our childhoods. Childhood. It was yeah. so much fun. That was such a fun experience. I was so much better than the concert at Fresno. I, in my opinion,
1: I agree, but I'm not much of a concert person. I don't I, know if you are.
0: I'm not a huge concert person. I can be, depends on you know who but it like, is. But like
1: California Adventure was definitely the happy place for everyone. That was so much. But there everyone was some, enjoyed it. There was something for everyone to do.
0: Yeah, and kind of a special little thing that Abby and I did was we ran around and we checked all the different stores and we bought pins Ooh,
1: to put on the insides of each yes. of our jackets.
0: And the cool thing about this pin was it had Mickey Mouse standing behind an American flag and on it said established 1928. And the special thing about that is that's the same year that both Disney and the FFA were founded. So we thought it would be kind of cool to have, you know, a pin that commemorates both of our experiences there.
1: Yeah, that was definitely really cool. And I really wanted to find a pin – that could symbolize our last state conference. Yeah. But, like, attending Disneyland, too, because there's not, like, pins you could just buy at state conference. Right. And so being able to go to California Adventure and get the Mickey pin established in 1928. It was so cool. That was the coolest thing. I've, that was the last story we went into right before yeah. we could leave. And so it that was, was a really yeah. cool experience. It was a really
0: special um a special state conference for us just because it was our last one and it was in a new location. Stop, you're going to make me
1: cry. Like, this is so bittersweet. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it was such a good um, a good trip, and we did learn a lot. We got, we got to do a lot. We got to meet a lot of fun people, and it was definitely a good experience. And um, while we may have been delegates, our fellow chapter mates were not. They were experiencing a whole different side of it than we were, um, which they, you know, we, we saw the same sessions. We got to, we got to, do but various, they got
1: to sit in more comfortable chairs. They got to sit in more comfortable our chairs. Were our very our comfortable. chairs were, you
0: know, just little fold-out chairs with "hilarious" written on them. And they were very uncomfortable. We had to stand up every five minutes because we were getting sore. And, but it was a really mm-hmm. fun experience. We got to, you know, get up and, and jump around and dance. And we're friends with most of the regional officers. So we were hanging out with them. And it was just really, um, it was a really fun experience. One that, um, I think that was beneficial to, uh, pretty much everyone involved um
1: and we're gonna remember it for a long time too
0: i think so too
1: Ooh, another special thing about this conference i got to be up on the stage
0: she did that's that one was thing we forgot about
1: so awesome like the stage when you're looking at it sitting in the delegate seat is massive like this stage is absolutely huge but when you're standing up on the stage like it's really tiny like <laughs> i could on like Honestly, I could probably walk like each side. It's a big square, like, and probably a little
0: disappointing. 10
1: or 12 steps. Yeah, like it was. <laughs> it was so tiny, yeah. but it was so cool. Like, I got to stand there for my proficiency. So, how I talked about in the introduction episode, how I've been working side by side with my dad, like, in my work experience project, we have an ag mechanics business. And through this, I've been able to work there for as long as I can remember. And my freshman year, I officially became an employee. And through that, I have been able to calculate all my work experience hours and different small little projects I've been doing within the shop. And now I've been able to compete with that at the section, region, and even now the state level. And so I got to stand back with all the other proficiency um, finalists and there's 48 different areas, which was crazy. There were so many kids back there. And we each got to hold a certificate that said our name, said state finalists for whatever proficiency, and then after that, in our little groups of three or two, however many finalists there were, we got to walk up on the stage, and the state officer was up there, and they said our name and our chapter while we were standing up there and recognizing us for that area, and then they would announce the winner after that, and so when my name got called, Brendan, I don't know if you can <laughs> see my face or not, but I just... <laughs> My smile was so big. I was so excited. Like, yeah. oh, my goodness, <laughs> Abigail Prince from Tulare FFA. I s- stepped our forward.
0: Whole, yeah, our whole region was up and oh jumping and cheering and yelling. everybody was and yelling,
1: and it was, it was, it was so, was so amazing. Just that experience of being able to, like, be up on the stage and recognize <laughs> as a state winner, like, that was really cool for me.
0: We were so excited. Like, we went back, and, like, all of our chapter was cheering, and we were all, like, I, was, yeah. I was recording it, and we were all just, like, screaming, and it was so cool. Um yeah, and I got a pretty
1: big plaque too. So I mean, <laughs> it came with the hardware, and now I get to apply to go back to national convention, which is awesome. and compete at the national level with my proficiency. So I mean, as a female in the ag mechanics industry, that's that pretty do, exciting. That doesn't I mean, happen. That's really unique. And so, hopefully, fingers crossed, we do well and get to be a finalist at the national yeah, level. So make,
0: sure, make sure you guys wish Abby luck at the national level in November. November? October? October. October.
1: I'll I'm, know by August, though, so I've, I've y'all to know when I'll
0: know. <laughs> I've gone to Nashville three times. I still don't know when it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so make sure you guys wish Abby luck in, in her national round. Fingers crossed she makes it that far. I'm assuming she will because, you know. I'm
1: open.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was another thing I actually forgot to mention. We had a lot of Solaria kids up on the stages we this did. year. We did. We had so um, many kids. Which... We like to uh, acknowledge all of the different chapters because we know our listeners aren't just from Tulare. We have a lot of friends from sure. all over California, all over the United States even. Oh, yeah. Um, but because Tulare is our home, we have to give recognition to our, well, our
1: definitely you duh, know, like, our, our people back now. home.
0: So we had people for all kinds of different profici- proficiencies. We had all people for all kinds of different scholarships going up there. Not all of them won, unfortunately. We only had a couple winners, but...
1: Hey, a couple winners is a couple winners. That is a big deal at the state level. Yeah, just having
0: that many kids up there, that was insane. That's huge. Not to mention we had two candidates for state office make it that far. We've never had, in the history of Tulare Fife, as far as I've been informed, we've never had two candidates from Tulare make it all the way to the slate.
1: Slated at the same time. Which was
0: insane. That was huge. We also had four members from our region slated at the same time, which was insane. (gasps)
1: That was so stressful. <laughs>
0: that was so stressful. I so mean, stressful. last year when I delegated, we had one person from our region, and he happened to be from our chapter, and he was the only one running, which is so exciting to have from someone from Tulare get that far. But it was way less overwhelming to say, in, you know, to, because yeah. this year we had four. We were just sitting there stressing, hoping that all, you know, that we could help all four of them, and that all four would get it. Unfortunately, we didn't have all four that, get it. We had two. Happen. We got two from our region, which but, is
1: huge, which is amazing.
0: I mean, I don't, remember, I don't even know if that's ever happened. I'm sure it has, but yeah,
1: I think so. But that's that's, that's a insane. really big deal. And
0: we've had, you know, unfortunately, the two that were running from our chapter didn't make it, but just to make it that far is such a huge honor. We had and a
1: major accomplishment yeah, too. and We are so proud of them. So we, shout out to you guys. Good job. Yeah. Time. I
0: mean like all of our all of the members from our chapter they even ran in the first place. That takes a lot of courage. It's something that yeah, it does. is something that's really difficult to make it that far and I think all of them no matter how far they made it they they need to be recognized. So yeah. um we uh, that's just something that like I said not to show any bias towards our chapter, but we're going to be biased towards our chapter because you know, we like to um We like to kind of acknowledge how how awesome we are. Well,
1: it takes a lot of hard work to make it up on the stage, and so those who do really do deserve to be recognized for that.
0: I think there's something we forgot to mention. State officers, for those of you who don't know, um, there are different levels of officer positions in the FFA. Abby and I are chapter officers, along with Evan. Evan and I are— um, vice presidents of our chapter, Abby here is the secretary for our chapter, <laughs> and we that also have <laughs> <laughs> we also have sectional, regional, state, and then national officers. Brie, the one we mentioned earlier, she's our national president right now. And these officers, they all take a role in you know conducting the the organization of whatever they're in charge of. So the state officers, they they, you know, they go all over the state meeting, different chapters, and, and they're in charge of the state FFA. National's in charge of the national FFA. We're in charge of our chapters FFA. So, like, you know, each level controls a different level of FFA, and there's, you know, president, vice president, secretary, sentinel, treasurer, and reporter, and they all have very special roles. And to be elected as a state officer, that's an extremely high-earned, again, it's it's extremely difficult one to get as well, especially in our state.
1: Well, we had 76 people apply for six positions, and so that— is a feat within itself. Oh I man! Mean.
0: And we had to vote on six of twelve of them. Like six just to 12. just to narrow it down that much, we went from seventy six to thirty five to twenty four to, to
1: 24 sixteen to 12, to twelve,
0: and we had to vote on six of them to six, and four of them are from our region. You know how that was that an extremely huge. stressful for all of us. Well, and that
1: and being a state officer, you have to take a year off of school. Yeah,
0: you take a year off of school. You have to take a year away from your home, from you know what you grew up around it's just it's such a um like an out of your comfort zone experience but the
1: experience gained from being a state officer it's is none like you'll y- you ever experience there's again. nothing
0: to compare it to it's just yeah. i mean not not to say that we know because we're not state officers but no, But seeing we, people we know come state back officers that
1: seeing people come back from being a state officer
0: yeah it was just it was crazy so um it, that's kind of it as far as the convention goes. i'm not sure if there's anything else you wanted to kind of talk about we had talked about just um well if I you think. are an
1: ffa member and like i said in the first episode like if you were have any interest in agriculture become a 4-h member if you're that young or become an ffa member if you have a chapter in your area
0: or if go to state
1: conference yeah or if honestly you're... like it's been off i went all four years my brother's gonna go all four years mm-hmm. brendan went all four years i'm pretty sure evan went all four years, evan too. Went all four years too i mean like we've been We've been to both Fresno and Anaheim, and in three years, it'll move to Sacramento, Sacramento. which
0: will be interesting to see. So
1: the freshmen this year will be able to experience Anaheim, kind of like we did. They will experience Anaheim for three years and Sacramento for one, while we did Fresno for three and Anaheim for one.
0: Which is crazy to think about how much this organization is changing as (sighs) we're, we're watching the change, too. Yeah. Which is crazy thing about, like, we're
1: in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, because when we first started we FFA, were on the tail end. But right. We're still in
1: the middle of it. When we
0: when we first started FFA, everything we saw was pretty much just how it is. It's concrete, and then this and year, stone. so much is changing. I mean, seventh and eighth graders are now allowed in the FFA, and we have
1: they were so cute, seeing so <laughs> them around, walking around state we, conference. We got to meet a few seventh oh, and eighth they graders, were so
0: cute. Um, FFA members, and that was really cool to see. And so, um, it was just it was a really exciting experience. So one last thing we kind of got to um, look at, which is pretty cool. I think Abby got a little bit more excited about it than I did because, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah, one of the which this is at every um, is that a state conference. I know it's at national conference. I never really look at it at state conference. Um, I don't think they have one at state conference usually. They did this about? year, the, the career fair
1: yeah they had a career fair at every that's, state conference yeah I'd like the career show, it. the career show oh okay that's what you and i oh my goodness seriously oh, I, brendan we I were just to... there less than a week ago no
0: i mean i know it this year i mean oh, if the, if the last three years yes. at fresno
1: yes it's always there
0: i never go to it <laughs> <laughs> this is the first year i've gone to it it's because she made me <laughs>
1: well duh i mean come on now yeah.
0: It was pretty cool, though, I'll admit. There's was, there was a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of businesses and schools and stuff there. So, yeah,
1: at the career fair, they have <laughs> ag ambassadors from the schools to sign up to come to the career show. And so they come in, and any FFA member that has questions about the school, just maybe population size, majors, why the ag industry is so important, maybe in that state or in that city, because we do have out-of-state colleges yeah, coming, too. And yeah. so they just get to talk to him and see if that's really a place that they want to go to college because FFA is really focused on career readiness, mm-hmm. and college is definitely a big piece in career readiness right now because without that's a college right. degree, you can't get very many jobs. Yeah. And so that's definitely been a really important aspect. There's also different companies and businesses that come out seeing kids that are ready to go straight to work that don't necessarily need a college degree or right. at least can work and ha- do college at the same time
0: yeah and kind of one of the cool things um when she was talking about out-of-state colleges it reminded me of this one of the whole reasons we went to it in the first place not the only reason we went to it in the first place but we got to run into an old friend of ours julia Pittman, over at oklahoma state university if you are listening, <laughs> listening to this uh you know anything you want to say abby um
1: yeah it was really cool to go see julia and she is now a sophomore yeah. Um, yes. She's a sophomore at Oklahoma State.
0: And she used to be a chapter president. I she believe, was chapter when, when president when we Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um,
1: no, when we, when we were sophomores. Sophomores, sophomores because sophomores. she elected or she like brought Lindsay. Yeah, into yeah, yeah. The presidential that's, position. That's right. That's right. So it was cool just to catch up with her and see how college was different from high school, and so that was really an eye-opening experience because yeah. I know I'm ready for college. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're ready for college too. I, I
0: am. I am. I mean, there's parts of high school I'm gonna miss, mostly FFA stuff. But oh, yeah. uh, I'm I'm pretty ready for this for the new experience. So yeah, it was it was a cool experience,
1: especially to see like an ag ambassador. So she promotes ag literacy and ag um, kind of communications, ag events at Oklahoma State, and so. I'm sure that they offer that probably at Reedley, too, I would think. Probably. And I, mean, I think they offer some sort of thing at Washington as well. Yeah. So that was really cool and eye-opening experience to see that. Yeah.
0: So um, <laughs> awkward <laughs> yeah. silence is awkward. So, yeah, yeah, we got to see the Career Center. We got to see Disneyland. We got to see – you know, we got to meet some 7th and 8th grade members, which was awesome. We got to go to all the sessions and vote, and we had all kinds of crazy stuff happen in four days. We which had, like, no sleep. No sleep.
1: Well, maybe, like – couple Four hours 4 to 6 <laughs> hours that was kind of the I average. was sleeping
0: on a couch that was comfortable and yeah. <laughs> but you know it was it was amazing experience if like Abby said if any of you guys are interested in getting more involved in FFA my involvement in this organization really didn't start until my first state convention or state conference. Dude,
1: come talk to us. Like, yeah. Ask us questions. Like, any questions about state conference or anything in the FFA. Absolutely. We, any three of us, would be more than happy to answer your questions. Yeah,
0: and if you guys want to know my story of how I got into FFA with the state conference, because I'm going to talk to you off about it anyway, I'd recommend doing it outside the episode because I'm going to waste a lot of our time <laughs> But um, yeah, it's just, it's such a such a unique experience that a lot of kids in, in high school really don't get to see. And I think they, um, people don't really appreciate it as much as they do until they actually get to it's see it. It's very special. Because um, like you talk about state, com- state conference all the time, but until it's the kid goes... And it's different every year. It's not yeah. like it's the
1: same thing. And so it's really special going there each year and having it be different.
0: Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he, um, I asked him why he didn't go to state conference this year. He's a sophomore. He said, well, I went last year. I was like, so? So go, yeah. It's in a new. Pl- it's a new. It's in a new places this year. There's new state officers this year. There's all kinds of new stuff going on this year. Why don't you go check it out this year? And it's just like because people don't understand. Every year is a different experience, and it's just it was it's something that I recommend you guys trying if you're FFA members, if you're parents, and you have FFA members as kids, if you're an ag teacher, push your kids to do FFA. And to go to state, com- state Be conference. Be active. Yes. Be
1: active. It does not hurt you. If anything, it will benefit you because, I mean, comparing ourselves to our peers, we are so prepared for college and for anything post college too. Absolutely. So yeah, that's pretty much an overview of what happened at state conference. I mean, we're already at thirty-one minutes. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I think it's time to. Kind A of lot wrap goes up. on there. So. Yeah. yeah
1: any questions? Yeah. More than happy to answer.
0: Yeah. And uh, next week. Well, I don't know what the episode is going to be about yet, but we're going to be it's getting back. It's a
1: surprise. You guys don't get to know yet. We're going to
0: be getting about. Oh yeah, we totally know what it is, right? We're not.
1: Shh, yes, we know. We know. We what know. It is. We, Y'all don't know what it is. You though. don't know
0: that we know what it is, but we know what it is.
1: That didn't make any sense. Don't man. worry about it. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this episode up here, guys. Uh, the next episode we'll be getting back to more the um the ag issue related, not ag issues, but like you know the the ag topic related, um episodes or maybe. Maybe it'll be an interview. Maybe it'll be an ag literacy. We don't know yet, or you guys don't know yet. So we're gonna find out. But this um, was just
1: fun, just to let you guys know, like yeah, what our experience we, was at the state conference.
0: Yeah, we just got back, so we kind of wanted to kind of let you guys know what what we thought of it and what um you know what was kind of our thoughts. So.
1: So yeah, I think I think that's it for today. I think so, so too.
0: Oh, we do have a surprise for you guys coming out um i'm not sure when it'll be out yet so make sure you keep checking the youtube channel it's not going to be posted on a a wednesday like a regular episode it's a little bit different and it's relating to what this episode what so just keep your eyes (laughs) keep your eyes out for that and i um, don't even
1: know what this is about so
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes you do i'll complain afterwards okay (laughs) so keep your eyes open for that and yeah we'll see you guys in the next episode all right bye guys and don't forget if you ate today thank a farmer